Welcome to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, business, and manifestation mentor, and I'm known as the Thrive Queen. This podcast is where we talk about sex, health, spirituality, business, and living life on your own terms. My clients are go-getters, action-takers, and do not settle for anything other than living a fuck-yes life. I'm obsessed with helping you thrive in all areas of your life, and if that vibes with you, welcome. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because it's something I don't really talk about too often because it's so natural for me to really embody, and it's so natural, like it's just a natural way that I am. And I forget what it was like to like not be here in terms of feeling powerful as a woman. And I think being a woman is just fucking so 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 beautiful and most of my um audience is is a woman or are women and yeah it's just such a needed fucking topic and so let's dive into today's episode being a powerful motherfucking woman now i can only speak from my experience of being born with a vagina and boobs and identifying as a woman my entire life Um, I cannot speak for anybody else's experience, but take this um, and morph it and see what resonates and see what doesn't. And your experience is always 100% valid. So however you identify as a human, you are always welcome here. But I'm going to speak from my experience of being born and identifying in this way. So why is this a topic? Why did I choose to to speak on this this morning? Well, number one, it just kind of came to me as literally I sat down and was like, fuck, what am I going to talk about today? And then like, it was just like, okay, being a powerful motherfucking woman. And I was like, oh, that's so good. So that's why I'm talking about this. And <laughs> like I said before, I, I've really done a lot of work to embody what being powerful as a woman means to me and just honestly being powerful as a human I don't think I've ever thought of it as you know specifically identifying as a woman but just being powerful in general for me and really doing a lot of work around that and yes there are you know social things in the world and stigmas and you know, ways that women are treated that, you know, we can sit here and criticize and have problems with and advocate for. And if that vibes with you, so beautiful. But that's not necessarily the route that that I take. I believe that I have a duty to myself to really show up the best for myself and really show up the best for my audience and really show up the best for how I want to live my life. And I believe that as long as I do that, like I am already advocating for all of the rights I really care about and really exemplifying that and giving other people permission to do that as well. So I don't necessarily talk about it as a topic of like women's rights and, um, you know, how we're treated and stuff like that. I talk about it like how we treat ourselves. And I think that above all, that's really fucking important because we could fight and we can fight and we could fight. But if you never shift how you treat yourself and if you never shift what you allow yourself to have it doesn't matter what equality there is in the world or isn't or 
how we're looked upon by men or whoever else or just society in general like it doesn't fucking matter like you have to take ownership of yourself you know so advocate however you desire whatever is true for you but this has always just felt really really true for me and growing up I always feared kind of like being sexy I always feared like just really owning my womanhood and my sexuality and my curves and you know women body parts and I always felt like ashamed for it you know I remember when I was younger <laughs> this is gonna be TMI story but we're gonna do the thing anyway when I was younger and I started to watch porn I don't know I was like 14 or something like that my grandmother had uh a computer and like that was the first a laptop and that was like the first laptop that like I had access to and so I discovered it I actually had a friend who became really obsessed with it it was a little bit uh scary but anyway we like discovered it together and would watch it whatever moving on with life <laughs> uncomfortable stories from when I was younger but anyway I discovered it was when I was younger and I remember I used to see like women getting eaten out and it used to make me feel so like uncomfortable like your legs were spread super wide somebody was like that close to you like I was just really really uncomfortable um thinking that it was like gross and being like oh my goodness I would never want to do that and all of that stuff and now like yes please eat me out <laughs> talking to my husband obviously but you know what I mean it, it was like this like discomfort as a woman to watch somebody that free and watch somebody, a woman really enjoy herself in that way and feel really exposing. And I didn't anticipate this conversation going like this, but that is the truth of what I'm sharing. So I didn't come on here to be fucking fake. <laughs> but it just, you know, it makes you uncomfortable as a child. If you're brought up in a family where you should close your legs and a woman shouldn't act like that and as a woman you should cover up your cleavage because you don't want people looking at you and you know you shouldn't wear too tight of clothing or if your you know stomach is out you're a whore or you know if your dress is too short whatever you shouldn't wear it in school and you know it's just like we have all of these rules I had all these rules I don't know what you've experienced, but I've had all these roles, um, you know, being a young girl. And it just always made me fearful, always made me scared, always made me feel like, you know, or I felt rather like I can't do that. I should cover up. And I always like, you know, you had those few kids in high school or wherever that really were just comfortable with themselves. Maybe it was a lot. Maybe it was less than what I experienced, whatever. But there were a few girls who like were really fucking sexy and really owning themselves and really embodying, um, you know, this just like powerful, like feminine, um, sexy, like, you know, girl, woman, whatever. And I went to school in a performing arts high school. And so we had like different majors. So you were either in like music and you played an instrument. That's where I was. Or you were a dancer and you danced all the time and um, you sang or, you know, you were an actor or whatever. And all of the dancers were just very comfortable in their body for, for obvious reasons. And, you know, they were used to moving their body. They were used to experiencing their physical body. They were used to, you know, dance is inherently sexy, you know? It's watching somebody just fully be with themselves, and that's really fucking sexy and often, like, 
um, dance moves are really sexy, you know? And so dancers, for me growing up, were always just this like epitome of someone who was really just, um, you know, feeling powerful. And as someone who (laughs) played classical music, like Mozart isn't the sexiest thing in the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So growing up, it just felt very much like I had put myself in this box of like, okay, well, you're just not them. You're just not the person who's comfortable in your body. You hide behind your piano. You hide behind your cello. Like, I don't really think a, a cello could be a sexy, I guess it can be a sexy instrument, but like, it's not like the most feminine thing, <laughs> you know? And for me, femininity is really sexy and um, embodying that is really sexy, but it could be different for you. You know what I mean? Everybody has their preferences, but that was something that really was triggering for me because I saw this, these people really, these dancers, these other girls really just own themselves. And, you know, I was just like, okay, well, <laughs> as a musician, I'm going to wear all black because you have to. And, um, you know, (laughs) like you have to be comfortable because you're sitting the whole time and like, you can't wear really tight. I mean, you could wear really tight clothing, but like, you know, it was just this like slacks are typically not like the sexiest thing. It wasn't something that I really wanted to wear. And I couldn't wear a skirt because I played the cello and you can't fucking put a cello in between your legs when you have a skirt, you know, unless it's like this long flowy thing, which again was not how I really wanted to dress and not how I really identified as feeling sexy. And so it was all of these reasons that I had kind of silenced it, you know, and I felt uncomfortable and I felt like, you know, subconsciously the rules that were placed on me just really um, silenced it. I grew up in a in a family of very, very masculine women. We did not have a lot of men. Um, women were either divorced multiple times or, um, you know, men are all pigs and they're not good for anything and just really putting men down. And so they kind of took this or the men just passed away, like my dad passed away. And the women really took on this more masculine role and I didn't know that growing up. I didn't know that <laughs> there was like this difference in energies and this different difference in identif- identification with either energy. And I know we have both energies within us, more feminine and more masculine, and we you know lean to either side as just a human in general, and our conditioning does that, our trauma does that, um, and also just how we choose to operate does that. And you know, within one of the roles, we can, you know, we inherently have the other role within us, you know, the other energy. And so I know that it's a balance, but I didn't know that when I was younger, it took me until like age 27, I don't know, like two years ago to really figure out and learn about this. Right. And so I always just was like, okay, well, I'm going to be more manly. Well, I'm going to be more, you know, like less sexy. I'm not going to own that. And so as much as I wanted to, it just felt like, well, I can't be smart and I can't be a classical musician and be sexy and be really feminine and be that like woman that, you know, kind of just like stops the, I don't know, like you walk into a room and you just feel that like energy from somebody who just like owns himself and you're like, damn, you know, it's fucking powerful. And when that's a woman that just feels like even more powerful, in my opinion, you know, you kind of expect it from men and maybe that's a you know, a gender assumption on on my part, but that's the way that I feel. And, you know, you just kind of expect it for men to be very strong and, um, 
you know, in a suit and, you know, very specific in those gender roles. So when a man shows up in that and you just feel that power, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like that man's fucking hot. But when a woman does it, you're like, damn, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's my bisexuality coming out, but that's just the way that I, I flow, <laughs> you know, and I, I always wanted to be that. And so recently, um, I've really done a lot of work to own what sexiness means to me and own what being a woman means to me and own just how I want to show up in in the world and it's not a conscious thought like as a woman I'm gonna do this it's just like uh I want to do this (laughs) and I am a woman and identify as a woman you know and so I think it's up to us every single one of us whether you are do identify as a woman or or not just to get clear on what showing up powerfully means for you and if sexiness is something that you have always desired to own you can be that I don't care how much muscle you have I don't care how you've acted previously I don't care whatever other reasons you're coming up for yourself like I had the bullshit reason of you know well I have PCOS and inherently that makes me have hormones that are more similar to uh you know a more masculine type human um or the fact that for years I didn't really have boobs and you know it just kind of made me feel like flat chested and like I didn't really have curves and I was put on birth control and that didn't help any of my hormonal things going on here and um you know, I was just like, well, I'm really strong. So as long as I have my strength, like that's fine. Like I would show up to the gym in this place of like mismatching clothing or like, you know, a baggier shirt or like a crop top, but not like, I wouldn't allow myself to show up and feel really sexy. I just kind of like threw on whatever. And I had this best friend at the time was my workout partner who just had this like long flowy hair and always like looked really done up and um, you know, always dressed in a really sexy way, and uh, she had big boobs and like cleavage, and you know, she was just one of those people that like you just look, and you're like, wow, like you're really hot, and you know, she got a lot of attention, and it really, I kind of like ended up putting up myself in this box of somebody that just doesn't get attention like that, that shouldn't, and you know what, she's bad for doing that and judging her, even though it's actually something that I wanted, and it's not necessarily for attention, it's for the attention for myself. It's to show up in a way that I feel really sexy. It's to show up in a way that I really love the way that I'm putting myself out there, right? And so when we put other people down for owning their their sexuality in whatever way, whether you're watching porn and you see someone do something or you have a friend who dresses a certain way and you're like, damn, you know what I mean? But externally, you're just like, ah, oh, put that person down. Oh, she's a slut. Oh, she's a whore. Oh, Um, she's a bitch and, you know, she shouldn't do that. So I'm not going to do that, you know, and it's really just us seeing something in somebody else that we really want, you know, and a lot of my clients come to me and follow me because I own that part of myself. And they also follow a a lot of other people who are very much in their feminine and really own their sexuality and expression and, you know, dancing and nudity and all of that stuff. And, it's just, it's us marrying a part to, a part of yourself back to you that you desire and you can be sexy whatever in whatever way that resonates with you. But don't silence it, silence your desire because you think you have some sort of conditioning or, you know, you were told by your parents that you shouldn't do something like that and that that's bad. You know, this morning I, I posted one of the first pictures from... 
um, my naked photo shoot that I did the other day and like I don't have a shirt on and my hands are over my boobs and I'm in like a thong and so it's the front of me you can't see you know my vagina or anything like that but it's inherently a very sexy picture probably the most sexiest I've ever put up most sexiest the sexiest whatever I've ever put up and <laughs> my in-laws are really hmm are very conservative like insanely conservative and the entire family really for the most part doesn't feel very self-expressed in my opinion the men do the women don't maybe that's my judgment I just don't feel like I really know any of the women and what really self-expression looks like to them and for me self-expression is sexiness and is really being naked and embodying um, my most comfortable self you know which for me is fucking clothing list like I think we should all just be walking around clothing list like it would make life so much easier and like I'm pretty sure it's the way we were made <laughs> to to walk around but like I understand how clothing can also be a sense of self-expression which also hones in my point but anyway so I put up these pictures this morning and um, my mother-in-law used to have an Instagram. I don't know if she's still on there. Like when she's working and stuff, she works in a school system. She really doesn't have a lot of time to go on Instagram. So right now I don't think that she's looking at my, my social media and she knows that I'm, you know, quote unquote inappropriate. I curse all the time. I don't wear a bra, you know, I'll show my butt and you know, I'm just very open about things like that. And, you know, she's made some comments before and never putting me down, just like, you know, oh, that's what you did? Okay. <laughs> you know, and so I have some of uh, my other, my in-laws family just following me and one random dude in fucking Italy. Um, Joe doesn't even know him. Joe's like, I've never met that person. And I'm like, why the f He watches everything of mine. I'm like, is this a spam account? Like, what is going on? I'm like, do I really want him to like see <laughs> my ass <laughs> or like see these pictures of me, you know? And the thought of like my dad, oh my goodness, my stepdad seeing this, my stepdad would have a fucking, oh, he wouldn't say anything to me. He just would like be completely like, oh my goodness, I can't believe Johnny did that. <laughs> years ago okay last story about my inappropriateness and family I, I say this yes because I think it's funny and it's coming through me right now but I think it's coming through me because somebody out there needs to hear it and needs to know that like it's not that my family's okay with me doing this it's not that anyone around me is okay with me doing this it's that I just choose to do it anyway and I don't I really don't give a fuck <laughs> like there's a small part of me that gives a fuck because I think I should but I really don't give a fuck and I make that part bigger but when I was younger the first photo shoot I ever did was for fitness. And so I was in a sports bra and shorts and like I was fully covered. I did not have any boobs. Like, so there was absolutely no cleavage. And, um, my stepbrother who I just turned my brother. So my brother was really appalled. He's, I think he said something to my dad. I was like, I can't believe Johnny put pictures up in a sports bra. And you know, it was just this, like, that's nonsense. That's fucking nonsense because I guarantee you my brother and my dad who were both criticizing me for doing it like women wearing a sports bra and think it's sexy for a woman to wear a sports bra. And when a woman wears a sports bra, probably stare. And so it's just like, you know, do they have a problem with it or do they just have a problem with how they think I should act because I'm related to them in some way, you know? Like, why am I different than somebody else that, you know, you, than just a woman walking down the street or someone walking down the street who looks sexy to you, you know? It's just fucking nonsense. And I, I think the desire for protection or whatever my dad thinks is going to happen with me wearing a sports bra or my brother or how I'm showing up now, like 
it's just, it's not a fear we have to take on. It's not a fear that we have to think is true. And it's just, we don't have to take other people's projections of shit. You know what I mean? And so my encouragement today with all of this Johnny stories is to encourage you to own whatever being powerful means to you. And if that is sexiness, if that is owning a certain part of yourself, the more feminine aspects, the more masculine aspects, like do it. You don't have to choose. I I think for a long time I spent time thinking I had to choose. I had to be strong or feminine. I had to be, um, you know, a classical musician or sexy. I had to be smart and like a nerd or sexy. You know, that sexiness is just a key piece for me, particularly maybe for you, it's something else. But don't think you have to choose like it's all within you and full self-expression means that you fully own all of the parts of you and full embodiment means that you own all of the parts of you and not even just these like you know fun parts to look at but also the parts of you that you know you might not want to confront but that's not what we're talking about today today we're talking about the fun stuff and I think it's just that you get to decide what sexiness means for you. You get to fucking own it. If however you identify as or whatever you identify as, like you get to own that. And if part of that is sexiness, fucking do it. Fuck like sitting like a good girl and not attracting the wrong attention. Like act, act true to you. Because if you're not acting true to you, like whose fucking life are you living? You know? And if you're not fully owning the parts of you that you really like feel like are you and feel like are missing within you and you don't feel whole because you're not integrating them you know sexiness or sexuality being one of them like do you really want to leave this earth not owning that do you really want to leave this earth not really allowing yourself to be fully you you know these desires are within you they're not an external thing it's not like oh I see her do that so like that would be cool it's that you see somebody else or I saw dancers that I thought were really hot and really fully just comfortable with themselves and dressing in a certain way and stuff like that because they were marrying a part of me back to me that I desired to fully express express and explore and if you're not doing that, like, you're never going to be happy. I don't care how much fucking money you have, how fucking skinny you ever get, if that's a goal or strong you get or lean you get. It's like, or if you end up with kids or married or whatever, if you don't fully allow yourself to be expressed, you will never be happy. Okay, so one of the biggest things with thriving, because this is called the Just Fucking Thrive podcast, is self-expression and embodiment and you know fully being expressed not just self-expression but fully being expressed and owning that and I encourage you to look at that today if you were guided to this podcast I encourage you to look at that today and I hope that some of my (laughs) uncomfortable stories to share but necessary stories to share really shed light on um on whatever you might be going through or whatever reasons you've silenced yourself and just know that they don't have to be they don't have to be there (laughs) you can be the woman in porn with her legs over her head getting getting her vagina eaten out (laughs) by two people or whatever the fuck your desire is (laughs) so true though but anyway I hope that this helped you I hope it made you laugh (laughs) I hope that it caused you to question some stuff and if this resonated with you I would love if you shared it with your audience Um, I would love to get this message out to more people. 
tag me at johnny underscore agresta. I love you. Thank you for being here and I will see you tomorrow.